This is episode 40 of the Passion Minded Mom Podcast. You are listening to the Passion Minded Mom Podcast for business-driven moms who actually want to talk about the stuff that matters. I'm your host, Kate Ruder, business coach and marketing strategist, and together we'll expose the truth behind balancing work while raising a family and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. We'll discuss all things marketing, mindset, and wellness, plus taboo topics like money, guilty pleasures, and intimacy. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success as a mom, you have come to the right place. Happy Thanksgiving week, mamas. By the time you're listening to this, we'll be past Thanksgiving, and I hope you have had an amazing one. And as we move closer to the end of this bizarre year of 2020, many of you entrepreneurial mamas out there have been thinking about your finances and how you will get to that 50K and whether you will want to scale beyond that perhaps next year. And for many of you, this is also coming with a lot of drama, right? You all know I love you, so when I say stop being a baby about money, I mean it in the most compassionate way, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Listen, I have been there, and I will tell you how messy it was for me in the past in just a minute. But regardless of what kind of year it has been out there, the end of any year is the time when we assess our progress and our goals and how we would like to design our next year as an entrepreneur. It's the time of year when my clients and I start looking into financial projections for next year and where we might have to do some tax planning and tax prep. We have to look at where the business is now and where we want it to go. So today we're going to dig in and talk about money and the finances of your business, specifically accounting. When I say the word accounting, what comes up for you? Most of my clients and those of you out there listening who are starting your business are pretty confused when it comes to accounting. Many want nothing to do with it. We start with so many more questions about it than we have answers. For years, and through the start of most of my businesses in the past, when I thought about anything finance-related, especially accounting, I felt scattered and a little bit bewildered. I had attempted spreadsheets of expenses and income, but my revenue seemed all over the place. And I knew that I was highly disorganized. When it came to making financial projections or considering my business budget, I had these approximate calculations in my head, but with no real clarity. And when I attempted to add things up, something just still seemed off and everything was inconsistent. And when it came to tax time, it felt even worse. I didn't know what my revenue or my expenses even were before I started prepping my taxes. I would have all of my printed statements and spreadsheets and receipts laid out all over the floor. 
I had tried to put everything into a spreadsheet for my CPA, but I had so many things running through different accounts and I had to start manually in order to just pull everything together to file taxes. And I still ended up paying hundreds and hundreds for filing. It was messy. Not only did I spend hours across several days to painstakingly pull the numbers together, I also realized in that process how much I had been avoiding the accounting. As I was going through each of the months for tax prep, I sheepishly realized I didn't even know the true financial health of my business, which also meant I didn't know whether it was truly sustainable. I told myself that was it. It was not the state of mind where I wanted to be. It was not the place where I wanted to be planning my future from. When we are avoiding paying attention to the numbers, we don't have the ability to drive them where we want to go. I was done doing this manual thing. I wanted to finally have clarity over where my business was, and I wanted to be able to know monthly what the health was of my business. I wanted to finish the year without this marathon of tax prep. Now, you may be a stay-at-home mom, or you have a spouse who is the breadwinner, or you have another 9-to-5 and you're just working on a side hustle right now, but maybe eventually you'd like to leave the 9-to-5. Maybe this business is just going to be your passion project, and you figured it would just be great to make some money as well. Regardless of your situation, you likely have some compelling reason for wanting to start it in the first place, and you probably have a reason for wanting to grow it into something bigger. Or else, why even worry about the business part at all? when you could just do it for free or for fun and not have to deal with any of this at all. But even if you don't care about making the money itself, here is what I want to offer you. The process of building a business to 50K and beyond and everything that comes with it, including the accounting, will allow you to experience growth both professionally and personally in a way that nothing else can. And you get to feel empowered over your finances by doing this work. You get to drive your bottom line and develop a plan to build your own wealth, whether you're doing it alone or with a spouse by your side. You get to set an amazing example for your kids and other women who wouldn't want that. At least that is a lot of the reason why I do this. So why wouldn't you want to make it financially successful? So if you want to make 50k and beyond, but you don't know where to start with the accounting part, this episode is for you. So some of you may be wondering, do I really need to take these steps? Is it necessary right now? Listen, you can get started without it and keep things manual. I certainly did in the beginning. If you're not making a lot of money, that can work. But what I realized is that once you streamline your accounting practices, you get a much better sense of control so you can get back to the income-generating activities 
and the books pretty much take care of themselves with a few clicks of a button. Such an empowering feeling. This makes it that much easier to move the needle in your business and bring in the revenue since you have such a simple system for all of that record keeping. You get to feel the comfort of knowing that the financial stuff is squared away and enjoy that feeling of motivation so you can focus on delivering value to your paying clients and meeting your future clients. And this affords you the luxury of more time to dream about the vision for the future while implementing marketing strategies that are going to get you there. For my clients, when we streamline this process for them, it takes just seconds to get a report or check in on the sales dashboard for totals to see where the numbers are. And it frees up their time and energy to focus on the things that are going to drive the revenue. When you haven't streamlined your bookkeeping, you'll be making it a lot more difficult than it needs to be. And trying to run your business when your financials are all over the place is not ideal. It's quite time-consuming. Plus, feeling scattered is not the place where you want to be making important business decisions from. You cannot plan next year's projections when you have no sense of where you are right now. Many of my clients have also started with asking me, why can't I just hire someone to take care of all of this? Wouldn't that just be easier than having to figure it out myself? I literally almost did this myself. I spoke to several different bookkeepers, got all kinds of pricing, and I was about to hire someone. And my coach asked me, why are you avoiding doing this? I realized it was because there were things about it that I didn't quite understand. And hiring someone meant I didn't have to take the time to understand it. But I decided that first, I wanted to understand it. And I was willing to put the work in to get there. There was something inside me that knew that I was just avoiding the discomfort of learning something new, and that if I did learn it first, I could then decide when it was time to spend money on having someone else do it for me. I don't like to hire out until I understand what's involved in the first place, what I'm actually paying for. That has paid off in my business. So, it's just math, right? Why do we avoid it? Here's the thing. For many of us, it isn't just math. Many of us get attached to our business. If it isn't successful, we feel like a failure. We have drama about pricing and the money and selling. And when we aren't making enough of it, we translate that into our own personal worth. We kind of act like babies around it, right? But here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with you if this is where you're at. So many of us have experienced this, especially women. We aren't taught that making money and growing a business is simply value that we're putting out into the world, and the sky is the limit. We aren't taught to take risks and get out of our comfort zone on a regular basis. Many of us are taught that if we aren't making good money in some corporate job, that we aren't making responsible decisions. No wonder we avoid seeking transparency into the numbers. 
We often tie our ability to grow the business, to make it successful, or even just keep it afloat to our own belief about ourselves. There is a lot of drama here to unpack, and this keeps us from taking on this simple process of accounting. It may not really seem fun or the glamorous part of being an entrepreneur, but it really can be simple. It doesn't need to be complicated. And there are tools that can make it easy. So we can stop being a baby about it, right? I know this is new stuff for a lot of us. Most of us don't remember much about that Accounting 101 class we had in college. Some of us may know there's something called QuickBooks. And I vaguely recall learning about debits and credits and some sort of log in my college classes about accounting, but everything seemed counterintuitive to me at that time. And that was a long time ago. I didn't retain what I needed to get my business started and up to 50K today. Most of us, when we start out, think of ourselves as just a freelancer, where we charge people here and there and take payment somehow, and we may not even have it running through a business account at the bank. In the beginning, it can be pretty informal. But if you are serious about actually having and growing a business, you're going to want to get this right. So are you feeling ready to stop playing small? Here are the practical tips I'm going to offer you to begin the process of cleaning up your accounting so you can streamline your way to your financial goals. Now, before I move on to the practical tips, I'm going to say there are legal and tax considerations to how you operate your business, how you take payment, and how you file taxes. So you will first want to decide on the legal entity for your business and how to claim the income you make. Talk to a tax advisor. When you create a business entity, you will need to also comply with the laws for establishing a business with your state. For these things, I do offer guidance to my clients, but my disclaimer here is that, of course, you're going to want to ensure that you have a tax and legal resource on hand, since I am not either. Okay, tip number one to clean up your accounting. Keep your business and your personal finances separate. As you do this work on your business, you'll find that the clarity you have on your personal finances may also come too. That's such a beautiful thing. It's such great work to do, especially for us women. So while we want to keep them separate from an accounting and banking perspective, I encourage you to engage in these conversations about your business and plans for your business revenue with your spouse or your partner. And consider how this work can benefit your family's finances as a whole. Tip number two. Decide on the container for your revenue. Will you open a business account and or a credit card in your business name? My software is attached directly to my business accounts, which are set up with my bank. So it pulls in the transactions from these accounts and I can see everything for my business in one place, which is separate from my personal stuff. And when you're deciding about the business account at your bank, you may want to also consult your tax advisor. You have options like sole proprietor and LLC, 
And you're going to want to understand all the options so you can make decisions around that. Tip number three, consider your payment platforms for your clients and how you will take digital payments. I like to have multiple options so clients get to decide. Generally, I have found Stripe and PayPal to be great ones. I have had some clients mail me a check, which is great because then you don't have to pay credit card processing fees. So there are lots of options there. Tip number four, invoices and agreements. Depending on where you are in your business, you may want to integrate invoicing for your clients into the accounting software platform, or you can do something manual to start. The sooner you integrate it, the more efficient your bookkeeping will be, and as long as you're paying for bookkeeping software, you might as well take advantage of the perks of it. For agreements, I like the platform HelloSign. Tip number five, you're going to want to decide on that accounting platform. Many still use QuickBooks. It's highly recommended. I personally use Zero, which is spelled X-E-R-O, and I love it. I received one training session from an expert on the platform, and I have learned everything else from their FAQs or elsewhere on Google or YouTube. It's been a phenomenal resource for me. Tip number six, in order to be in business, you will have overhead. You will have expenses. And the expenses of software like Xero or QuickBooks and HelloSign may be some of them. You don't need these platforms, but wouldn't it be nice if you had a good sense of the tools that will streamline your business and how much those tools will cost because that will add up to being your business overhead. Then you get to understand your bottom line and how much your business overhead will be each month. And from there, you can create a pricing and a revenue strategy that will not only keep you in operation in your business, but that will position you to enjoy a profitable business that can actually pay you a paycheck. I will link to all of the sites for those tools I recommended above in the show notes, where you can also find different plans and pricing. I promise you, Mama, this is all doable. And as you move through these steps to gain clarity and a sense of empowerment around your business finances, you can leave all of that disorganization and feeling of confusion behind. If these steps are still leaving you feeling stuck and you want more support through this process to get up and running, I can help simplify it for you. Schedule a free session with me and we can determine what roadblocks seem to be getting in your way. If this has been helpful, drop a review in iTunes and I hope you have an amazing rest of the week. I'll see you next time.